Hey, this is Matt. A quick note before we get started, and this note is different than the one in the first episode. Uh, this episode turns out differently than those I have done in the past, and I wanted to address it up front. Firstly, it's split into two parts. Uh, feel free to listen to one or both of them. In the first part, I started talking to Rick about branding, but it becomes a history podcast and basically a moratorium on Lake Erie Elite. That wasn't my intention from the start, but that's where we ended up. In the second part, we discuss why people should even trust Rick to run a team, and why he didn't team up with the other Michigan team. We definitely make references to this, uh, to the previous episode, but I think you can listen to them standalone. These do not necessarily turn out the way that I wanted them to, but if nothing else, we found some catharsis, and we said some things we needed to say out loud. Rick ended up having to leave a bit early, as this recording went quite long, and so we didn't cover most of our normal segments. The last bit also gets quite rambly and sounds kind of rude, but I'm leaving it in for personal sake. Thanks for understanding. Also a heads up, we use some strong language in this episode, so please be advised. Thank you very much for your continued support and engagement. On with the show. But now I'm going to pivot. You're trying to start a new team this year, the Ann Arbor Army Ants, which we have joked about in the past of being mm-hmm. like the the quadruple A or the sextuple A, the Ann Arbor Army Ants featuring Andrew Axtell. <laughs> I think we can drop the feature on this album. <laughs> Why should yeah, people the... even join your team? Why should people trust you? We've just talked for an hour about how badly you screwed up the last team. Um, I mean, hey. Like you said, you learn from failure. Um, We've expressed exactly why Lee failed and the structures it didn't have in place. And I think, I don't even think I could be a big enough of a dumbass to go on air and talk about all these things that weren't in place and then just be like, all right, run it back. We're doing the same thing again. (laughs) Um, But uh, no, I mean, the, uh, the biggest thing I took away from Lee was to find a like-minded group of individuals that you enjoy being around and playing the sport with get an idea of what you want to do and then do it together as a team um and so that's what ann arbor army ants is going to do it is going to be a team located in michigan that practices in michigan that is going to first and foremost gather together and get better at quidditch and enjoy the sport together much in the same way you know local adult basketball teams do um i've been things tad have said a lot lately about ultimate um have kind of opened me up to ultimate um and how their club season goes um ultimate frisbee yes sorry it's legally and officially called ultimate so that's what i the right for explanatory comment for users I, or users listeners i'm a software engineer i know what ultimate means <laughs> yes um uh i've uh before you know back when we used to have gyms uh one of my fellow gym goers was on the team usa board for ultimate uh and we, we've had a lot of long talks about how much he sees in quidditch from ultimate um and how uh, the local Great Lakes uh, club ultimate scene is. Um, 
and everything. And so, you know, this is going to be a team that, like other Ultimate teams, enjoys the game more than anything, and through that will continue to get better by wanting to play with the people they're playing with. Um, results matter, but results be damned, because if we continue to do it this way, we'll get the results we want. Okay. Did that end up in coherent sentences? Sort of. Okay. Uh, yeah, can, sorry. I, I have more specific questions we can ask here. Yeah, absolutely. That would help a lot rather than... Yeah, so uh, we received a number of anonymous questions, and this is kind of my, my blended take at Mailbag Now. We received a number of anonymous questions, which I thank people very much for being willing to share them with me so that we can talk about them on air. Mm -hmm. What makes this team, uh, anonymous number one asks, what makes this new team different than other Great Lakes community teams that didn't last? Um, it's not trying to be a Great Lakes community team. It is going to be a Michigan community team that practices primarily in Eastern Michigan um, and focuses more on local small matches and national tournaments rather than traveling to the outdated USQ tournament system. So what is what a small local matches look like? You're playing U of M and MSU? Who are you playing? I mean, ideally, I would love to be like, hey, Matt Dwyer, let's come up and play, you know, two or three official games with the apollos um you know let's get boom train and meet in the middle like you know reaching out to people who see the benefit in you know these small condensed matches i think apollos would be pretty agreeable to that certainly it's nice to have a club team less than six hours away from exactly. us exactly and yeah and so you know if we you know if say we meet this Thunderbirds team, you know, somewhere in a, you know, a center meeting point. We each play two games against each other on Saturday. We all, you know, have a great time. Ha ha ha. Okay. See you next month. That sounds pretty good to me. Right? Yeah, exactly. And you know so, what? You're going to get better every time. Certainly. So I guess the, the focus here, I think very pointedly, very specifically, is that this is not a super team. No, absolutely not. It is the best team that will come together from the people who can be a part of the community or the, the internal Ann Arbor army and its community regularly. I'm, I just, I just had a thought now mm -hmm. that I'm thinking about this, the regions where there are the, like the top tier teams mm -hmm. are not super teams. Correct. They're not, they're local. They're based in cities. Yeah. I mean, yep. you know, barring players that come in from outside here or there, but I'm thinking to the Northeast and Boston and the Warriors, or yep. to, I don't know, the, the Southwest with Cavalry and Lone Star, although Lone Star was a bit of a super team, or the West with I mean, the that Gambits. that was out of necessity and the size of Texas. Yes. Uh, the Gambits, who I guess no longer exist. And, right. You know, but you look at teams like, I don't know, southern storm were they a super team or like attempting to be or like florida's finest i think florida's finest is the best example of this like they were the florida super team like i've heard a lot about florida's finest because my girlfriend played for florida's finest for several years mm -hmm. but they never did well at the the national stage no but i mean but they were around for six years on um, you know the ultimate uh you know, the ultimate decision, they gave so many people an opportunity to keep playing. Um, 
I don't know. I think they brought a lot of positivity to the community. I think it's mixed. I mean, hearing hearing both sides of it because we're from right. the outside, and then like hearing like Gina's you Fair. know perspective. Yeah, uh, but like, is like is that the 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 failing here? Like the Great Lakes to this point, pretty much with the exception of Ohio Glory, has only had quote unquote super teams. Yeah, um, I would say that has a lot to do with it. Um, yeah, and I just don't want it, man. It sucks. It's hard to do. It sucks. It's not fun. So, what? What? How will you approach this differently to make this succeed? How is uh, this going to be different than Lee and approach? Um, again, like I said, it's not going to be. I mean, I would actually say it would. Be, it'll be very. It'll be pretty close to how first year Lee was. Um, just a little bit of a tightened radius on you know what we do. Uh, where it is just you know focused on the love of the game playing as much as we can playing with friends but what's uh, the setup because we we discussed how whatever we were doing for lake erie initially like that first year like it worked for us but like boy wouldn't it have been nice if we had discrete roles with specific responsibilities rather than matt and rick do stuff yeah absolutely um and that's you know obviously we are still five months away from what or I guess we're four months away from what a Quidditch season would even, you know, look like starting out. I don't think we'll have a Quidditch season this fall personally, but we will have an Ann Arbor army. It's this fall with, you know, a setup leadership structure, you know, we're going to have, uh, you know, a coach who is 100% gameplay has no say in tournaments. We're going to have a manager who might be a playing manager. You know, we're going to have someone who is uh, the liaison between the team um and the leadership to make sure that everyone's happy um and that's going to be separate from a captain because i do believe a captain's role is more on the field leadership okay and that's all gonna you know obviously you have to wait until you have more you know until you've had tryouts you've had things going before these roles are assigned but certainly so i guess i'll have to save more questions about that for whenever the army ants are a coherent organization no, with members. No, Matt, it's for when the army ants are marching. Come on. Oh, boy. All right. So, how is recruitment going to happen for this team? Um, I mean, we did, you know, uh, you're in the group page. We did a very soft launch, uh, you know, letting people know, getting an interest form out there. Um, my plan was, once MLQ was starting, to ramp that up. MLQ isn't starting now, so my plan is now after this holiday to ramp that up. That's fair? Yeah, just going to be posting kind of this discussion that we're having now, not take two hours, break it down into a couple paragraphs and put it there. Um, Yeah, I apologize to listeners. I love it. I I knew this one was going to be a long... I might even just break this into two parts. I don't know. Oh, I love it. I But yeah, I knew it was going to be long, and I knew there were things that needed to be said, so y'all are going to have to deal... What are you doing specifically to structure this team to be long-term, to be ongoing? Um, So, I mean, currently we're working with our jersey provider to do uh, mock-ups to get um, sponsorship placement uh, from local Ann Arbor businesses. That will entrench us further in the community. I'm in Ann Arbor for the long haul, so I do kind of, you know, want this to be centered locally. Um and just continuous um i plan on reaching out to a lot of people in the area because it is such a young city to just see you know if there's anyone interested in trying the sport coming out and joining us um recent u of m grads uh are always going to be there um but more than anything i think 
if people fall in line on the army ants theme um Gosh darn it <laughs> then uh you know i think uh building a culture of positivity will get people coming back year after year if they're getting if they are getting what they want out of the team that i that seems to be the goal of every team certainly yeah exactly but... And that's, I mean, all I can say is, you know, you don't know what your group is going to look like until you have it. So I can't make promises to people, you know, to theoretical people yet. That's fair. That's fair, certainly. So you did mention earlier the Thunderbirds. And for those not in the know, the West Michigan Thunderbirds are a team being started by Trevor Holverson. I got a couple questions from anonymous listeners. Why... Why another Michigan team? Why does there need to be two? Why couldn't you just help one another and have one team why couldn't you work together uh this is gonna be really shitty but up until a couple uh, i should say a week ago um maybe two weeks ago uh i did not know and did not even have another team on my radar i don't know who trevor halverson is um i've never met him personally he was in our innovators first digital meeting um, I had no idea there was going to be another team. I This Ann Arbor Army Ants, I mean, the logo and, you know, discussions about it have been happening for a while. I was going to have a team no matter what. Um, I had no idea that there was some kid out in Grand Valley starting a team. So, I mean, he did post interest forms once or twice in the USQ Great Lakes region page. Do you feel you did your due diligence to try and find if something was already happening? What due diligence do I have to other people? I mean, I like this sounds really shitty, but like I mean, I I I want to have the Ann Arbor Armians in what capacity it may be, and that is not to say that he should not have the Thunderbirds because I absolutely think that anyone who wants to make, you know, who wants to play Quidditch should play Quidditch in the capacity they want to have it. But I don't think there's any reason that I, you know, that anyone should not start a team because someone else is or has. That's a fair point. But at the same time, do you feel that there's so many people in the state of Michigan that want to play Quidditch that having two teams is a sustainable prospect? Uh, I don't know what interest he has in his team. I don't... I mean theoretically if he has enough people to play that are outside of the people you know that you know would play for ann arbor army ants what would make it unsustainable you know if 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 both if both teams are fielding enough players what makes it unsustainable i guess do you i think club has evolved past the point where you need to have 30 people i mean we're having discussions now in the forums about you know limiting roster sizes to 14 a bad discussion, I feel. I, I, I don't know. I, I completely <laughs> agree, but I could. I am also, you know, accepting the fact that I could be wrong. Yeah, um, but not, does sustainable have to be competing for a national championship? No. Does sustainable have to be showing up with twenty-one people? Absolutely not. Rochester United used to bring fourteen or fifteen to regionals and nationals. I think so. Sustainable might not have been the correct word to use, but. Is I guess is there room for two teams, or does one team take the bulk of the players and then the other team is left out to dry? Like let's say that 
the majority of people decide that they're going to play for the Ann Arbor Army Ants, and that takes all the players away from Thunderbirds, but they were, you know, he was recruiting first, he was, you know, he had his, he's getting his branding together, all this stuff, and it's just kind of like, well, I would have a team if Rick didn't start his team, and then take all the players. I don't know. Uh, I mean, what do you want me to say? Uh, I, it's like, it's weird because the, uh, like, the, the, actually the first time I heard about Thunderbirds was someone sent me a picture of their logo next to the top Pinterest result from looking up Thunderbirds on, you know, Pinterest or Tumblr, whichever, whatever the source was. It's like, we've been working on this parallel. I don't think he put a stake in the ground for the state of Michigan and said, okay, anyone who comes second is the dick here. That's fair. And like I, my, like, I mean, I've, I, who knows who was working on things first, who knows who was recruiting first. It, I, I'm not going to pull it up, but I, I'm pretty sure I remember that interest form, not even saying there was a team just saying like, who wants to play Quidditch in Michigan. And that's fair. And I don't have the full history. I have not talked to Trevor about his team. So I suppose I can't comment on that. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, just, do I, I just wanted to have the opportunity for you to address this because yeah. there is some consternation I've heard from people that, you know, something was already happening. So why did you have to go do your thing? <laughs> I appreciate that. And that's fine. I had no idea something else was happening. I guess I was always going to do my own thing. So I, I apologize if, if I stepped on someone's toes, that was not in my intention. I am so like, my, uh, being the admin is so of AQD is so much more of the Quidditch community that I than I already want that I have every other regional group muted. Like I, I'm sorry. I don't know. You don't need to apologize for that. I yeah. do not care. Yeah. Well, but so like I just like I'm not tuned in to like the micro levels. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I, I we we received another question from an anonymous listener who said. How will having two Michigan community teams affect the overall quality slash competitiveness amongst other community teams outside of Michigan? So this is kind of like a splitting the player base type question. Yeah, I I realize that the, the wording is not super great there, but... Right. I think I get it. Um, like, would you consider, like, we, we had the conversation about super teams already, certainly, and I don't think, like, a state of Michigan team would necessarily be considered a super team... But how, you know, if you're splitting the talent pool, let's say, between you and the Thunderbirds, does that leave you both at less of an advantage when playing other teams? No, I think I think it goes one of two ways, um, or I guess one of three ways. You know, both teams exist for themselves and play each other and play other teams as best they can and continue to grow and overall both get better because of it and you know rise up slowly on the national level um as we've seen in the past one team plays from the plays for themselves and the other team holds a grudge and one or both fail uh, or third a complete dissolution but i don't think that's going to happen i don't know i don't think that's going to happen either exactly yeah so yeah i don't know have you spoken to trevor at all no, like I said, I feel really bad. I did not know who he was. Um, I would be happy for him to reach out to me. I would love to talk about the future of 
you know, how our teams might coexist, you know, like how regularly we want to play each other if we want to hold joint practices and stuff. But no, I haven't. Would you extend that branch first? Absolutely. I, I think I just did an audio medium. Okay. Then I look forward to hearing about your conversation <laughs> that you, you began talking with Trevor yeah, about exactly. the future of Michigan Quidditch. Yeah, I think I just kind of just kind of made myself do that. I look forward to hearing about it. Oh, adorable. Great. Thanks, Matt, for your judgmental tone. I I guess part of this is accountability. I heard from a few people. I, there is... Fine. We'll skip down to anonymous listener number five. And My favorite one. This person was incensed that I was talking to you on this podcast. And does not necessarily like you very much at all nice and feels that your status in the quidditch community is particularly unearned and because you've been around for a while and because you manage a popular quidditch forum people give more credence to your word and knowledge than you actually have and feel that i mean i'm repeating things because I, I want I want you to know that this is, you know, that this is something someone I like I it's not it's not new to you that you're like a contentious <laughs> figure, right? Like yeah. you know that some people don't like you and yeah. that you can be a little smug and grating. Yeah. I was yeah. told a lot as a child that I should be a lawyer. You're sometimes a little too smart for yourself for your own good. Yikes. But I know what you mean. No, I know. I'm too self. I'm too self-assured. Perhaps. And yeah, no, exactly. I, but I completely understand. I guess we we touched on it before, but like, why why should people follow you into this? If uh-huh. if let's just pause it for one second that perhaps what this person says is true, and you have no earned clout in Quidditch, and there's no reason that anyone should join a team with you leading it. What? What even is the purpose? Like, what is... Why Why should they come do this when it's kind of been proven that you've not been very good at it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, dip your toes in the water. If you like what you see, if you like how it feels, you know, we're going to have a great season. Um, I can't make promises. I can't say anything. I don't know. Ride the wave, baby. All right. I like I, guess if, I can't if, I can't take credence to my own name and say like here are the reasons that things that I do will succeed. No. I mean, look, teams teams start up, teams fail. You look at Amanda Dallas, the person in the Quidditch world with the most clout, ran the NYDC Capitalists. I guess I never knew that. I, d- yeah. I didn't know that she was like the person who ran it. Yeah, like I mean, what do you like a team failed, and then you know what we got? We got the Warriors. We got Team USA. We got MLQ out of it. Like, get over yourselves, people. People fail. They bounce back. They try again. This is me trying again. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to play a lot of Quidditch. We're going to drink a lot of beer. We're going to tackle people, and we're going to get, you know, we're going to get better together. That's fair. This person, I know that they're not listening to this. I know that they told me that they will not listen to this episode. And I know that that answer is not satisfying to them. And we'll jog on for starting a fight. You don't want to finish. 
Honestly, they don't want to give any credence to you because they feel that uh, their hatred fuels your power. I don't feel the same way. Mm -hmm. But I think that I wanted to give a voice to people who feel that you rub them the wrong way. And honestly, when we were having the conversation, I quote, what is the path of redemption for Rick Wasser? Is there one? (laughs) The person told me there is none. That there's nothing, there's nothing that you can do to redeem yourself in their eyes. That's wow. I, that's absolutely wild to me. Um, but I don't know, I guess look at it less like a, uh, look at it less like a nice piece together story. Uh, this isn't a novel. This isn't a whodunit. People don't have redemption arcs. People don't have neat little archetypes they fit into. Um, have you watched Mad Men, Matt? I have not. I don't know. People are just characters. It They go about their days. They do things their own way. There's no, there's no overarching storyline of life and the Quidditch community. We want to play Quidditch. That's it. That's fair. I realized that this last question, this whole section, honestly, was ugly, but I'm going to leave it in the podcast Mm -hmm. because while it wasn't coherent, I think it allows some listeners to draw conclusions for themselves about what the future will hold and what that says to what that says about your character. Yeah, that's fine. And, you know, if if people have more questions, I very much welcome them messaging me or like coming on my podcast and talking about. You know, I would I would love if someone came on and was like, let me tell you why your interview with Rick Wasser was the worst thing to happen to Quidditch. Oh, my God. And, you're, I, you're welcome for the content if that happens. <laughs> but I just I, I want people to be engaged and I, I wanted to have these hard conversations and hard questions because it's like we all love Quidditch. We all love Quidditch a lot. That's why we play this stupid game. That's why I drove hours to Michigan to go practice for a team whose name and colors I didn't like. That's why we do all this. That's why I'm doing this dumb podcast. Oh, I know. And thank you so much for it. Um, also, we've been running two hours now. Can I, uh, can I like machine gun fire through these last four before I get yelled at? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so, and why the fuck do people keep letting him? Because they're not louder than me. Josh Mansfield, why are they not the Spoicy Boys? Because ants don't bite in Michigan, and I've never been bitten by an ant before. Danny Yakub, how do I get popular? You get popular by being genuine. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, as long as you're not overall bad, as long as you're genuine and you don't lie to people, you have nothing to remember, and people will, in the end, start liking you more and more every time they interact with you. David Hoops, why haven't we brought the midriff back? Uh, It's because you're not fat enough and you haven't rolled your shirt up yet. David, this is on you. Be the change you want to see in the world. Ugh, I think night, this Matt. was a good this conversation a to have. Yeah. Oh, it was. This was a wonderful conversation, if not just for us. Perhaps. And so <laughs> if you'll you'll appreciate if you sorry listeners if this is just like a bunch of like self-love whatever. All right, Rick. Oh, let's bring it home, night, Matt, in a happy Memorial Day. Thanks, and thank you for listening. We will see you next time. I wish I I wish I knew how to say like
how nice in French or something. Uh, Très bien. I have no idea. Yeah, ooh la la. <laughs> yeah, oui oui, escargot. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone who speaks French. I'm not. Omelette du fromage. 